What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Getting a lot of your thoughts on the debate last night, 888-727-BECK. Some other things going on, too. We'll get to all of that and uh, more coming up in 60 seconds. Tell you about My Patriot Supply. Emergency situations come in a lot of different forms, and many of them are the type where you'd want to have some food stored just in case. And Biden and friends have done so much damage to the American economy. You can almost think of this administration as yet another emergency situation. My Patriot Supply has had so many of your prepper needs covered. The biggest and most important, of course, is emergency food. I have this at my house, and you should have something, too. Honestly, My Patriot Supply makes it so easy. They, uh, they have meals that offer 2,000 calories a day, and they're so easy to prepare. You know, we're talking a little water, a little heat, and you got a meal ready to go in the worst-case scenario. This isn't your typical ration food. It's absolutely delicious, and you get a three-month emergency food kit for each member of your family. You don't want to be unprepared. My Patriot Supply also sells biomass stoves, off-grid room heaters for power outages, gravity-powered water filters, heirloom seeds, and survival gear that may come in handy, you know, any day now. Visit MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Prepare for the fallout. It's MyPatriotSupply.com. Uh, all right. Your thoughts on uh, we haven't gotten to the abortion aspect yet of of the debate last night, which was hmm, interesting. Um, fascinating. It's a fascinating moment in the in that debate in the pro-life mm-hmm. movement. It's a fascinating movement uh, moment. And, I, you know, you see some people kind of <clears throat> getting uh, some would say squishy mm. on the issue and others uh, trying to hold the line. But it's, a, it's you think Nikki Haley was squishy. I do think she's she wants, squishy on the issue. I do too. She does not want to too. actually say what she wants to do. Right. I will tell if I get a bill, I'll sign it, but we don't have 60 votes. Well, we know you don't have 60 votes. That's not what we're yeah. asking, whether you can get it done tomorrow. <laughs> right. We understand. And and right. also, it's not even the way to do it, right? It's mm. not, you're not going to... It's unclear at all whether a 15-week or 18-week or two-week ban, whatever the, the thing is that you'd pass at the national level, would actually be constitutional. It, it seems it to probably me isn't. quite clear it, it wasn't by the yeah. by the Dobbs ruling. They, they basically said it's a state's issue. Mm-hmm. States get to deal with it. Right. So what you would have to do then is amend the U.S. Constitution. Right. Which, by the way, we should be fighting for every day, in my view. Me too. Me too. Uh, that's the way to deal with it. Either you believe that babies should be born or you don't. Right? <laughs> Seems to me to be a, fairly a black easy. and white issue. Yeah. Now, I will say there is a, <clears throat> a a pretty strong political argument to be made that, you know, look, this could hurt Republicans in these elections. I, I, I talked to Megyn Kelly yesterday on, on her program, and, you know, she made that point, and it is a valid one. It's a concerning one for Republican candidates. Mm-hmm. To, to try to figure out how to go down the line. Now, look, I don't think abortion was honestly that big of a factor in what we saw this week. Um, you know, if you look at Kentucky, for example, uh, and you look at Bashir winning in Kentucky, you'd say, well, it was abortion. And a lot of his ads were about abortion, right? He tried to make it mm-hmm. seem like 
Cameron would basically he would he would spend most of his mornings inside of women's wombs <laughs> looking for children like that was that was essentially what they made it out to be. However, wasn't that a campaign promise from Cameron though? It, well, yeah, he did make he'd that be, promise. Yeah, yeah he'd yeah, spend I, most of his mornings in women's <laughs> wombs. wombs. Yeah. <laughs> it was his womb guarantee. That was that's how he branded it. And um, but look, if you look at the actual fundamentals of that race. Bashir, who's a Democrat and should not be well-liked by Republican voters in no. in Kentucky, has a 60% approval rating in Kentucky. The fact that he won, won that election is not a surprise. And if you look at the other mm. candidates who were up for election, Republicans did very well, winning easily in most cases. Yeah. So this was a- Virginia was the big problem. But Virginia, I don't think... Look... And I don't know if it was abortion there. Virginia... Uh, I think Ohio is the most central to abortion. We'll get to that in a second. But Virginia is a, let's be honest about what Virginia is. Virginia is a blue state. That's what it is. It is now. Okay? It's a blue state. Mm-hmm. It's not a purple state anymore. With a Republican governor. Right. It's got a Republican governor who overperformed one time, mm-hmm. and the, the losses that have happened here uh, are coming off of very good results previously. That's not the norm for Virginia. Virginia is going to be a blue state in 2024. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that's my guess. It's if not I'm really wrong, even you a battleground place it. anymore. It's not. it's not. It is not a battleground state. The fact, this is a moderate voting base that went for a moderate Republican candidate. And what did the Republicans do there? They didn't go for a ban on abortion. They went for a 15-week limit. A 15-week <laughs> limit in Virginia. They didn't try to do anything extreme there. No, that's fairly reasonable. And it didn't even work. Now, look, if you poll specifically a 15-week ban, it actually polls pretty well. Because about two-thirds of voters think, really, after the first trimester, you're, you're past your window here. This gets a little crazy. The second trimester, about 67% of voters across the board, not just Republicans, across the board, say, look, the second trimester should not be legal. First trimester, sure. Second trimester, and no. And certainly not the third. Third trimester. What is that, 80%? Eight, it's, it's only 14% supported. Uh, I think it's 83-14, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, for third trimester. So these are wildly mm. unpopular proposals. And what's interesting about um, Ohio, which is where I think you can make the most central case, obviously it was a specific question about this. There's a lot of asterisks there you need to point out. Number one, when you look at who showed up in Ohio, it was not the normal Ohio voters. What happened in Ohio was a state that is Trump plus eight in 2020. We won it by eight points. The electorate that showed up on Tuesday was Biden plus two. Mm. What this means is Republican voters were not activated. The Democrats were inspired to come out in a total off-year election with nobody on the ballot. No presidential election, no governor. Right. So they showed up to that election. It was a way to activate democrats in an election they normally wouldn't care about and that works Mm -hmm. in 2023 does that work in 2024 are there going to be a lot of democrats being like i don't know i'm not interested in this presidential election until they put a ballot initiative on i don't think that works at all in a presidential year we will see if i'm wrong on that the other part uh, on this is what's interesting about the abortion issue is that neither party's stance is popular neither party has a popular view when it comes to this and when it comes to normal voters. Democrats want nine-month abortion. As I just mentioned, it's a 14% approval rating on that. What would you say? I mean, it's a little more difficult to say the Republican stance on this as a party, but I would say it's, um, I would say it's, let's say, publicly forever, they were arguing for a 20-week ban. 
the the you know Tim Scott and Lindsey Graham are saying fifteen <laughs> week. Um, there are a lot of people who will say heartbeat bill. Almost everyone in the Republican Party is going to say exceptions for rape and incest and 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 those types of things. Life Mother's the, life in life danger. Of the mother. Mm-hmm. So that's arguably their position. That position is the fifteen week ban is pretty popular. If you want to say the Republican position is as short as possible with the exceptions, you could say that's fair, and that position isn't particularly popular. But in Ohio, a mm. red state, the, the Democrats did not go for a, well, we would like a, a 20 week, you could go up to 20 weeks. What they went for was everything that they wanted. They went for a California, Illinois, New York message. They went for, mm. we want every abortion to happen that can possibly occur. We want all babies to be aborted if it's at all humanly possible. Can <laughs> we abort all of them? Why do we need these babies? They don't even, they don't, they, they can't vote. Screw them. Mm-hmm. They basically want everybody to be aborted. It's true though. Babies can't vote. They, they can't vote yet. They can't vote. Now, what's interesting about what they did is they hid, hid what they were doing. They went for a hundred percent of their desires and then hid behind contraception and miscarriage care and all sorts of bizarre things that no one was fighting against them on. Mm-hmm. They put it all in there and hoped that Ohio voters, number one, wouldn't be activated on the pro-life side, the ones that knew that what was going on. And number two, the voters that showed up out of nowhere would go in and say, wow, well, I don't want my contraception to go away. And I that's exactly vote. what happened. And that's what happened. They that's how they the won voters that. into it. So yeah. I would argue <clears throat> none of these three situations are really central uh, to abortion fundamentally. You know, the the Ohio, this is going to be the tactic from the left, and the Republicans need to find a way to fight back against it, and they don't have it right now. And that's a problem. God, that's, they're always so bad at messaging. Horrible. Look what the Democrats did. They said they convinced people that someone was out trying to stop their miscarriage care. Yeah, come on. Give Jeez. me a freaking break. And they Nobody's like, stopping that. They act like Planned Parenthood is about women's health care, yeah. which it is not. It's got nothing, it's to, got do with nothing to do with women's health care. That's not where women go to get health care. This is a Handmaid's Tale fantasy. Uh-huh. None of this stuff is happening. Right. But they keep telling people it's happening. Of I mean, course, you can't the media even goes get most them. women's health care at Planned Parenthood. No. They'll show you where you can sometimes. Sometimes. If they even have access to that information. Often they will send them to pre-born clinics. Clinics, by the way, yeah, with right. the sponsor we just talked about, who will actually mm. give support to mothers who need it, unlike what yeah. Planned Parenthood does. Which is incredible. I mean, it, it, you know, 60% of women, they, they've, you know, according to the pre-born people, 60% of women would prefer, who, of, of women who've had abortions, would have preferred to have given birth if they had the support that pre-born gives them. Mm-hmm. But they're not told about that. In fact, they're encouraged to just have the abortion because it's just a clump of cells anyway. Yeah. And and look. It's madness. At the end of the day, it's not without any evidence when it comes to abortion being a negative, a drag on some of these elections, particularly in purple states. It probably is going to be a problem for some Republican candidates. And my view is that you should go for as much as you can get. In Texas, mm-hmm. you should have it fully banned, which mm-hmm. it is largely, uh, with some exceptions. Um if you if you are in Virginia, you know, maybe 15-week ban is all you can go for, and that's all you're going to be able to get right now, and you should get that and lock <laughs> it in and try to take every step you can to keep babies alive as right. much as possible. Right. But at the you need different approaches for different areas. I, I'm not denying that. But at the end of the day, if at the end of, forget at the end of the day, at the end of your life, if if what you have traded is a few election losses 
for the lives of children, mm. you know, I'm not going to feel bad about that decision. What's the Lord going to say? Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, you guys, should, you guys needed that congressional district, uh, though. Oh man. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Bob you Stevens a lost in Ohio because yeah. you, you guys, wanted babies to be born. Right. I'm That's not going to happen. You know, eternally, I'm not going to have too much of a problem with that decision. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I, I just not going to feel bad about it. And and I'm not saying you know Megan brought this up. Mm. It really could. There are real instances of this potentially causing uh, election losses for republicans and if election if you lose elections you're not gonna have the power to put in better abortion laws these are all valid arguments and are Mm -hmm. and need to be considered uh wherever you are and the long-term battle here is not going to be based on whether you win or lose uh, elections or laws are passed it has to be changing people's hearts and minds the same way Mm -hmm. slavery i mean like look slavery yes became a constitutional amendment at one point um, and of course, thankfully, was banned. But like, if you put, if you got rid of that amendment today, at the beginning of that fight, it was a losing proposition as well. It, it was. I mean, another example. That doesn't mean we shouldn't have fought for it. Yeah. Another example like of this, this is 2004, right? Um, Re- Republicans and George W. Bush, <laughs> in an effort to get reelected, put um, anti-gay marriage amendments all over the country. They fought hard to get those on state ballots so they could win largely the presidential election. It worked. Mm-hmm. Re- Democrats lost. They didn't run away from that. What's, you could say they lost that election, but what was the long-term concept? Long-term, they won that battle, or at least are mm. winning that battle, certainly. Mm-hmm. There's almost no debate over gay, gay marriage anymore. 2004 was I'd the biggest none. issue in the country, Yeah, right? And right. so you stand by your principles and try to win and go for what you want. The Democrats do this all the time. They don't go for half measures. They're more they, patient than how, we are. How much effort did they put in civil unions? Very little. They got him in a couple of states, but like that was never mm. their goal and not what they went for. Neither was neither was marriage. That wasn't the ultimate goal. <laughs> no. And they're fighting. Now we, we see, see that. We, we see, we what, see that. what that is now, right? right. They're, they're going for much far. They're going much farther. Much. And they're, they're into trans issues and all sorts of different things. Yep. And if you think, if you're passionate about fighting that, would you <laughs> stop fighting it if it wasn't so popular? If it cost you elections, would you stop fighting for girls uh, to have rights? I doubt it. Yeah. It's important to make sure you do have some sort of principle. We'll get and your thoughts on this coming up here in a minute. Uh, 888-727-BECK. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn. My pillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. For instance, your towels. You go into stores, towels feel soft at the touch at first. Then you go home, use them, and you find they're not really absorbent at all. That's why my pillow now has my towels. They actually work. They're soft and absorbent. Now my pillow is excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels for you to try. What makes these towels great is they're now made with 100% long staple Sherpa cotton. This comb ring spun cotton is is what make these towels absorbent and softer than ever. Right now, you can get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. With promo code BECK, you can get the designer premium line for $20 more. No matter what set you decide on, that's 50% savings. Find this offer. Just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Check out the new My Towels six-piece towel set and get 50% off in savings. Again, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, let's go to Chris in North Carolina. Hey, Chris, you're on the you're hey, on the Glenn Beck program. Hi, good. Hey, um, you know, you guys are doing a lot of analysis on voters, and uh, you know, 
every time I hear somebody do that, I, I start screaming in the back <laughs> of my head. The pri- we have 39 states with open primaries. Mm-hmm. And what does that do? Uh, I mean, uh, in North Carolina, we allow unaffiliated to vote in our primaries. And in fact, the state legislature just made a, made a law out of it. We can't go back. Um, it's like allowing agnostics to help vote for the minister. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's mm-hmm. the, the, the coach of the Eagles asking a pickleball player, you know, who they should put in the game. <laughs> I mean, and, so, and, and you know who loves this? The Uniparty loves this. Yeah. They love it. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, Rush Limbaugh had the idea of Operation Chaos. And, you know, it may have worked, but I think it stuck around. And, I, I and, and in my hometown here, we've had all these Democrats convert to uh, independents so they could vote for the Bubba Sheriff, who saw the numbers changing, and he won. And, well, we got our first, we got our first, uh, our first Republican sheriff here. You know, that's fantastic. Huh. But he's less than, he's less than stellar. Uh, I mean, so every time hmm. when you guys are talking about these numbers, uh, you have to remember, 39 states are, uh, have open primaries, and yeah. the unaffiliateds or the independents or whatever you call them, that's a big tent. They have no principles. They have no rules. And I know there's a lot of good conservatives in there who have gotten fat mad at the Republican Party and left. But as my communist friends told me, you cannot fix the Republican Party from the outside. You got to commit to in North Carolina. We have four days. You got to go to your county convention. You got to go to the district and then two days at the state convention. We tried to pass a closed primary and we got the parliamentary rules. They, they caught us on that. But we did censure Tom Tillis. And that scared our legislature enough that they passed a law just recently that makes open primaries forever until something really big happens. And so those states with open primaries, you're letting – you don't know who's voting in those things. And so whatever you get, whatever your champion is that goes into November, it's going to be less than a stellar conservative. By a long shot. It can be a factor. I mean, I, and, and this is, of course, you're right. It's the idea of these parties to try to get more moderate candidates. I mean, and there's some argument in certain states where this has happened, right? Where, like, the conservatives have picked uh, maybe the better candidate, in my view, but a candidate that can't necessarily win on the statewide level. And that's, of course, what they're trying to push back against at some at some level. I, 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 I think, you know, you, of course, can, there's no rule against being a Democrat and instead of registering as an independent you can register as a republican and just vote in the republican primary but people don't typically do that stuff you know like it's you're usually talking operation chaos is probably the best example when they tried to get the clinton obama uh situation back and forth Mm -hmm. and and make chaos for the democrats but (laughs) usually that stuff only affects on the fringes It, it, it very close elections it can make a difference and of course that's really important good for you chris though for being so involved in the process yeah a lot of people Aren't no, I, I aren't. This was my favorite example of this week. We're in Texas. Texas has this process where you can vote on constitutional amendments, yeah. and they just flood you with like a hundred of them. There's fourteen, yeah, we have 14 of, them. of them. Fourteen of them this time. Well, one and of them was a local issue, but there were fourteen, 14. propositions. Fourteen propositions, like, and, and the way they phrase them is it, impossible to understand yeah. unless you've really followed the issue. I guarantee, I would argue, it's ninety-nine percent of voters have never looked at most of these propositions as a result 13 of 14 passed 13 of 14 they shouldn't they all passed like it was like create a fund for Mm. water 
Uh, create a fund create a for fun. energy. Yeah. Create a fund for internet. Right. And like, pass, create pass, a fund pass, for pass, colleges pass. who already have $50 billion endowment yeah. funds. Yeah. Create a fund. Create a no! fund. Everyone wants to create a fund all but the time. And, and this is because we should talk about this more, but this is because people went in that moment, they're walking into a, a voting booth. They've never looked at any of these issues. They do what it's called mm-hmm. a, as a, as a benefit analysis. Not right. a cost-benefit analysis, a right. benefit analysis. Yeah. Will, do I like water? Yeah. Do I like internet? Yeah. Do I like energy? Yeah. I do. Sure. So yes. everything gets passed. You know, the, the, uh, <laughs> multiple billions of dollars in that internet fund. It's incredible, yeah. And it's incredible. It's amazing. And they're, so they're going to take our budget surplus and waste it, it on the University of Texas. <laughs> Come on. They've already got $43 billion. Why? Ah, oh, it drives me out of my mind. All right, more Pat and Stu for Glenn coming up. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, you ever think back to that time, you know, it seems so long ago when you weren't dealing with pain every single day. Remember how much easier it was to just live life, to be happy, to enjoy all the things the day had to offer you and to enjoy you know, feeling good while you were doing them. Wouldn't you like to go back to that time? If yes. you've lived, yes. I would. Thank <laughs> you, you would. for asking, right. Stu. You're welcome. If you've lived with pain and feel like you've tried everything, you might indeed be saying to yourself, there's got to be a better way. And Relief Factor is there for you. It's a daily supplement that helps you fight pain. It's 100% drug free and was developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain and inflammation. Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start Kit, and 70% of them have gone on to order it again. It's working for them. Maybe it'll work for you, too. See how Relief Factor can help you with their three-week Quick Start Kit. It's only $19.95, and it comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. So why not give it a try? Visit relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call them at 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF. When you feel the difference, you know it works. ReliefFactor.com, 1-800-4-RELIEF. It's Relief Factor. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed. Every weekday live from 7 to 9 Eastern, 6 to 8 Central, or anytime and anywhere you get your podcast. And Stu for Glenn today, 888-727-BECK. Let's go to Ann in Tennessee. Hey, Ann. Hey, Welcome. Hey, Stu and Pat. Oh, thank you. Um, listen, I uh, didn't. I watched the first two debates, and I did not watch last night <clears> cause, <throat> because, quite frankly, I forgot that it was on. Um, but anyway, uh, sounds like I didn't miss much. But um, I do plan to vote for DeSantis in the primary but I would vote if Trump is the candidate, I will vote for him in the general election. My big concern about Trump is that um, what he did four plus years ago, um, I don't know that he's going to be able to do that. He it seems he's alienated so many people that were in his administration. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and I worry that they don't want they won't want to work for him again. And he's going to have trouble finding people to fulfill the policies that, you know, that we all appreciated, you know, back during his four years in office. So that was that's kind of what I've got going on. And he's had so much going on mentally that I worry about. <laughs> I worry about that, that that's going to be a factor for him going forward as well. well and he's just not going to function the same as he did. 
Hmm. You know, four years ago. I have noticed when when you do tend to alienate people when you call them all fat losers on Twitter. <laughs> um, you know, it, really? Yeah, it does huh. seem to be. But I, I, it, there's two Thanks, sides man. of that argument because that is a hundred percent legitimate. Concern. I will say this though: cabinet positions are a pretty good gig. They're good gig. He'll, he'll find some people. Usually, you'll find some people for that. But I will yeah. say, like, there's two sides of this. One is I think it's true. He's like he has alienated so many people. Well, they've I, all uh, turned against him, right? Pretty and, much, and he's turned against them, right? Yeah. Um, yes. That being said. So we won't get any of those. No, no. <laughs> but and, he doesn't and, want them. And you will not get, you're seeing this with his legal troubles. He's not getting the top conservative lawyers because they're all terrified of what's going to happen if they represent him. Yeah. Uh, and and to, yeah. to good effect, just, you know, it's probably a smart decision for a lot of them. Um, that being said, though, the argument on the other side for this is he was restrained by a lot of these people. And now that they're out of his way, he's going to he, the he people, can do more of what he wants to do. The only people who are going to work with mm. him at this point are people who are on board. Yeah. Right. They are with his message 100. percent They're not going to be fighting him behind the scenes all the time. He did have some of that in his first uh, in his first four years. So maybe you know the argument is maybe he'll go farther and do these things that he he didn't get done <laughs> in his first term with my, these new people. My really big concern right now with Donald Trump is this trial in New York. Uh, clearly, this judge has it out for him. Mm-hmm. Can't stand him. Hates his guts. And it is going to be this judge who makes the verdict and Trump is openly critical of the guy, uh, mocking him, bashing him. And I don't see a way out in this trial unless the judge is really open-minded and you can trust him to make a good decision in the end, which I don't think you can. Well, some of the photos he's posted online indicate he is open-minded uh, to all sorts of stuff. Uh, that's I don't know exactly what it is. But, but I don't something. know if he's open-minded where it comes to Trump, no, where yeah. he's concerned. Now, this one, look, there's so many trials going on. The one what we're talking about in <clears throat> New York, at least that was going on this week, is the one that's really about his business interests. So he very well, I mean, he's already lost that trial. Yeah, They've already seems. had summary judgment against him. The question is, what are the effects of it? Ah, crazy. But that's only going to affect his financial future, which... I, I, he's obviously very concerned about, but as far as him being president, but then you go into be. the ninety-one charges. Yeah. Is he going to win all those? Is he going to be innocent of all of them? I ask this to my friends a lot, who are I think confident that he's going to win the primary and become president, and he very mm-hmm. well might. But if you believe, as we've been arguing for multiple years, that the deep state is coming after him and and, and all of this, do you really think they're going to go over ninety-one? I don't think so. It's going to be surprising if they go 0 for 91. Now, if I he goes, they do, if they do go 0 for 91, he's going to be invincible in the election. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, but I can't believe that's going to happen. They're going to do something to him. Yeah. Maybe he only gets fined. Maybe something else happens. Maybe there's probation. It's not that big of a deal. Who knows? But they are coming after him. They want to put him in prison. They do. If they can pull, find a way to pull it off, they will. I think I said this earlier today. I, I think they want two things. I think they want him to win. And the other part of it is they want him not to be able to win the general election. Yeah. They want him to be the nominee, yep. but, they, but they're going to try to prevent him from winning the general election by removing him from ballots mm-hmm. or putting him in jail or you know making some law in certain states that you can't run as a felon and they'll have convicted him on some felony charge. Mm-hmm. Likely. Uh, it's really... And if that happens... Uh, it's going to be ugly. And I don't know. It's going to be ugly. I can't even imagine what the streets look like. Can't, I can't it, imagine it. it. I, I, it's, it's terrifying. It's it, a, it is really terrifying. a dark thing that's right around the corner. Yep. Ken in North Carolina. Hi. Welcome. 
Hey, Pat and Stu. Hey. Uh, when considering the uh, absentee forerunner, um, something that weighs heavily in my thinking is what about his viewpoint on a strong treaty with Ukraine that makes them independent, kind of like a strong Taiwan? Mm-hmm. Arm them heavily. Russia doesn't bother them. NATO doesn't accept them. But they can stand on their own. Did you say NATO doesn't accept them? No. That would be yeah, part of the treaty. Yeah, right. I, right, I right. think that's, I mean, that was the situation before 2014, uh, right? And I think yeah. that was working pretty well until Russia decided, well, we kind of want some of this it's land. One of the things that Putin uh, insisted on, though, was that they not be part of NATO. Right. And that, and that was, it was funny because it was never really serious, I don't think. I don't think there was really ever a serious chance Ukraine was going to get into NATO in the current situation. But they kept floating it out there as this thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it could happen at any time. We'd love for it to happen. We want it to happen. And, you know, look, Putin took it seriously. And I don't think it really was. I don't think it was going to happen, honestly. But now, uh, you know, we're in this bizarre situation. You, you, I think that's one of those things they should take off the table. When they're, when they're in the middle of negotiating this. Thanks, yes. Ken. Uh, Josh in Florida. Hi, you're on with Pat and Stu. Hi, boys. Hey. Uh, my curious, I'm curious, I'm not convinced after listening to the candidates of last night and of the past, other than Christie, they all agree that they kind of enjoyed uh, <laughs> Trump's policies. Yeah. But what makes them think that they're going to do anything more or greater than what Trump did in the landscape of the political field these days? Be nice if they told us, you know, that that's I think what I would like to get out of the debate more than anything else is like, hey, explain to us why you're better than this president you yourself served under. Yeah. Endorsed. Yeah. Uh, said is a, the greatest president of your generation. Like, why would you be better? And they all seem hesitant to answer that question in any detail. I mean, you know, like the Fauci conversation is the easiest one, right? We all understand what happened there. Mm-hmm. And for that wasn't even brought up last night. There's two things. And somebody mentioned it last night. I can't remember who, but uh, I would ask him about why Mexico didn't pay for the wall. Yeah. It's tr- DeSantis that, did hit DeSantis? that. And he yeah. I, I oddly <clears throat> said, because look, there was never a chance that, that Mexico was going to pay for the wall. We said no, that and in 2015 that. and 2016. Yes. DeSantis last night basically said, hey, he didn't get Mexico to pay for the wall. I'll get him to pay for the wall, which is just as that's a, not a thing either. that's not going to happen. No. It's, it's, Mexico's not going to pay for the wall. <laughs> <laughs> we no. should probably come to that realization. You can come up with some justification to act like they did. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and look, I don't care who pays for the wall. That's money well spent. I'm it, okay with us can paying pay for, for the wall. Absolutely. There should be a wall. The uh, type of thing that government's supposed man. to do. Yeah. Uh, okay. Tracy in Texas. Hi, you're on with Pat and Stu on the Glenn Beck program. Hey, I was just going to make a prediction based on your earlier uh, discussion about who Trump might pick as a running mate. Mm-hmm. And I, be- I believe it would be Sarah Huckabee Sanders, mm. the governor from Arkansas. Oh, uh, okay. That's a very good, that's a great call. Uh, they sure get along is. very well. She was been yeah. a loyal soldier. They've gone back and forth and endorsed each other. It's a she, good call, Tracy. She's popular and she's new, but also popular. Mm-hmm. The last name's well known. She's a well known national figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a very interesting, very interesting suggestion. I think it's possible. Sure is. And I don't think he's ever said a disparaging word against her. Nope. That's one of those few, the few people he one hasn't few. trashed. Yeah. <laughs> Including like <laughs> his own family. <laughs> no, he, he just, we all know that Trump goes through these parts where he falls in and out of love with people. And uh, I don't mm. think Sarah Sanders has, mm. I don't think there's been an out of love with let Sarah. Me, let me ask you this question that I've wondered about for a while. Where is Melania in all of this? Are they still I don't think together she even? <laughs> 
I don't. Yeah, that's interesting. As far that's as I a know, weird yes. situation because she does she not, not appeared once with him. She does not want the spotlight. She didn't want it in 2016. Yeah. She and wanted I, to live a, a nice life in New York with a billionaire. And and maybe she said, look, you can run if you want. I'm just not going to be by your side. You'd say the same thing about Ivanka, right? Yeah. Ivanka was basically right. serving as a part of the administration. And she she's not even... The only time we've seen her recently is when she showed up at trials. Right. Yeah. And she claimed not to be a part of that either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Crystal in Michigan. Hi. Welcome. Hi. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. Really good. Thanks how for asking. You? So what I want to talk about is uh, elections. I actually got involved in working the elections because I was so um, enthralled with all the stupidness that's going on. And the basic uh, way to fix this is all about registration. The Democrats know that. Registrations are even online. You can go to voterrecords.com and look up your neighbor if you want to. But here's the problem. If people don't vote, you're leaving your registration open for somebody else to screw with. And when people cast their ballot, here's the part they don't know. You walk in, you fill out your little piece of paper, you take it to the desk, they check to make sure you're registered, they give you a ballot that has a number on the top. In the registration, it shows that you were voter number 181. Once you cast your vote, once you actually fill in all the dots and you rip the tab off the top, your ballot is now separated from that number. The thing that concerns me is that even if Pence has sent all of these objections back to the states, we still cannot, according to the Constitution, certify any election within 10 days. We have no way to do that. We've spent three years just finding out we have fraud. What the hell? When are we going to fix this? Mm. That's a really good question. I will say, going back to uh, what I remember from my first couple of elections voting was a system in which you voted in person Mm -hmm. unless... You had a an excuse of some sort. Maybe you had to work. If you're working at a hospital all day, you you, you vote absentee. But you see, have to send in a request. Are you going to be out of state yeah. on election day? That's a totally rational yeah. way to vote. You, you, if you're going to be like we used to do this all the time because we of course cover the elections. So I would be out of state working all day from morning till you know into the early hours of the next morning. Mm-hmm covering the election and all the results well there's no way i could get to the polls that day and so i would file a an absentee ballot and that was a very rational way of doing it just mailing people ballots to see maybe they're home maybe they want to check some boxes this afternoon is insanity it's not even about people still live there right right. and like maybe it is fraud right maybe who knows Mm -hmm. maybe there's deep fraud i'm sure there's some but the bottom line is it's still a stupid way. Even if there's no fraud, it is dumb to send people ballots to their home. Because if you don't care enough to actually get a ballot, maybe you're not the voting type. Right. Right. I don't know. But I, if you don't even want to register to vote. What's happening now? It's not for you. The Democrat Party is taking advantage of the pandemic. And they're trying to keep installed all the rules from the pandemic that we altered for a while because we didn't want people gathering together at one place because it was too dangerous to their health well there's no reason to do that now but they're acting like it's the worst thing on earth if you say let's go back to to the way things were before the pandemic they won't allow it because it worked out really well for them Mm -hmm. um so when you got all of these mailing ballots coming in who knows where they're coming from or if they're coming from legitimate sources or or what and that's what Democrats like, because the chaos is uh, is what they're trying to create. Yeah. And I think overall, like we come back to this multiple times, but like you should act as look, be worried about voter fraud. 
fight for better laws to to secure the vote and increase voter integrity but act as if there's not any fraud on election day have to you have to act as if there is nothing this is not going to affect it at all because if you act like every if you're telling everybody that the vote is going to be stolen we saw this happen in georgia by the way in 2000 uh in 2020 uh 2021 i guess um right after january 6th all the chaos mm-hmm. and then you had the elections for those two senators and a lot of people were confused were like look there's none of this matters this vote's going to be stolen anyway why am i going to go out and vote and then two democrats became senator really bad triple eight seven two seven beck more with Patton and Stu coming up in a minute on the glenn beck program here's a number that should shock you right now over 38,000 U.S. veterans are experiencing homelessness. Ah, oh, that's just that's brutal to think about. Are, are, these are our heroes. These are people who signed up to protect and serve us. And now they're living in the streets, sleeping under bridges, lacking the basics uh, of everyday civilized life that you and I enjoy. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping these people who have sacrificed so much for our country and for our freedoms. Um, the homeless veteran program they have is providing housing assistance and services to vets who meet the program's requirements. And last year, they helped out over 500 veterans. This year, the number is expected to be over 2,000. Remember, the total number is only 38,000. Uh, it's a high number. It's too high. But when you're, you're helping 2,000 and increasing every single year, you're making a massive difference. Help Tunnel to Towers. Go to T2T.org. T, the number 2, T.org. If you're someone who can help Tunnel to Towers make a difference, please do. Over 38,000 of our brothers and sisters need it desperately. You can help by donating $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers. T2T.org. T, the number 2, T.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome, Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Um, you know, the most important question that was not asked at the debate last night was, which one of you would make Kexi the official bakery of the United States of America? <laughs> and I think that's just wrong. No one asked that at Nobody all? Nobody asked. Not even Hugh Hewitt. No. Wow, and that's I disappointing. It out of Hugh. That's disappointing, disappointing from Hugh. Because they're really good cookies, and it should really be the official cookie of the United States of America. I would support that measure. Right? Uh, I've eaten enough of them over the years to know, for sure. What did you think sure. of the uh, Boston cream pie oh, cookie? Is that incredible. not one of the best things you've ever put in your oh mouth? Oh my gosh, so uh, good. It's so incredible. There's, I mean, I, look, all the mm. cookies at Kexi are awesome, but that one is, in particular... I think it, it's my new favorite. It was really yeah, good. really good. Really Try it good. out. Kexi.com. K-E-K-S-I. Glenn hates the name because he doesn't think people can, can spell, spell it. it. And it, uh, it might be difficult. K-E-K-S-I.com. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. But we, I mean, we figure out, right? we figure these things out. Yeah. Um, great for, by the way, I will, uh, this is a, not a, a, a pat a request, <laughs> but I will remind mm-hmm. people when you're doing like the holiday party thing, mm-hmm. showing up with the Kexi cookies, mm-hmm. uh, it makes you very popular. Yes. You'll get some brownie points. Uh, yes. You. It's a good one. So mm-hmm. if you're doing the holiday party thing, you've got holiday gifts, I would highly recommend Kexi cookies. Um, also, um, don't forget to uh, sign up at uh, youtube.com slash America and get signed up for not only the show you get every day, but also our uh, expanded election coverage. As we're getting into the season, you're going to want to know all these breakdowns. You're going to know everything behind the scenes. We're doing sure. extra live broadcasts all over the place. Sign up, follow at youtube.com slash America, And of course, Pat Gray Unleashed as well. And we'll be back right here tomorrow to do it again for Glenn. Uh, he'll be back Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so see you tomorrow.
the Glenn Beck Program.